With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is John Hunter Nemechek from Nimco Motorsports, and you're listening to Thursday Night Thunder on the Speedway Digest Radio Network. Hello and welcome to the December 6th edition of Speedway Digest, Thursday Night Thunder, the most hardcore motorsports program on the internet. This is episode 151 of the series, and our last episode of 2018. Cue the fireworks. I'm your host, Adam Jason Sinclair, and we'd like to thank you for tuning in after a rather thankful November that saw only one episode of this fantastic program. Apparently the last couple months, or one episode months, nothing wrong with that. Our Christmas tree in the, is in the house. Lawn is bestrewed with decorations, and we're waiting for Santa Claus. Have you been good this year? On tonight's program, Michael Mullally and myself will be reviewing the 2018 season, previewing 2019, and getting ready for a great new year. As always, we'll also discuss whatever other motorsports news that pops into the conversation. First, let's talk about the Mazda Road injury, shall we? Von Durant Racing School in Chandler, Arizona. One of them will leave with the $200,000 Mazda Scholarship to enter next season's Cooper Tires USF 2000 Championship. Launched in 2016, the Mazda Road to Indy USF 2000 $200,000 Scholarship Shootout is an unprecedented program bringing together junior-level open-wheel and karting champions from around the world. Throughout the year, nearly 400 drivers from 25 official feeder series compete for an entry ticket to the shootout. USF 2000 is a first step on the unique and globally acclaimed Road Indy presented by Cooper Tires, which in 2019 will provide scholarships and awards valued at more than $2 million to progress through USF 2000, the Pro Mazda Championship presented by Cooper Tires, and Indy Lights presented by Cooper Tires, to the 2020 IndyCar Series and the 104th Indianapolis 500-mile race. The finalists will buy for the coveted top prize at the wheel of Formula Mazda cars equipped with Cooper Racing tires on the 1.6-mile, 15-turn road course located at Wild Horse Pass Motorsports Park. The 20 contestants are listed below with their age, hometown, and affiliation. Guillaume Archambleau. I hope I'm not totally killing his name, but I'm sure I am. Age 24 of Granby, Quebec. Canada. In the Formula Tour 1600. Dario Cangelusi, 18, of Chester, New Jersey, the F-1600 F Formula F Championship Series. Bryce Cornett, age 25, of Norman, Oklahoma, who was the SCCA National Championship Finals runoff in Formula Mazda. Jake Craig, age 21, of Mission Viejo, California, who, t- who competes for the Team USA Scholarship. Alan Croce, 21, of Zhao, Brazil, who's in the Brazil Cart Open. Courtney Crone, age 17, of Corona, California, currently competes in the Formula Car Challenge, Formula Speed, presented by Goodyear. 
Michael Eastwell, age 22, of Southampton, England, who competes in the Formula Ford Super Series shootout in the United Kingdom. Brandon Eves, age 19, of New Albany, Ohio, who is also a Team USA scholarship guy. Flynn Lazier, age 19, of Vail, Colorado, who is in the SECA National Championship runoffs, Formula Enterprises 2. He's also competed in, I believe he's competed in the uh, Formula 4 before, as well as a couple of other different racing series. Ross Martin, age 19, of Kilmarnock, Scotland, who competes in the SMRC Scottish Formula Ford 1600 Championship. Hunter McElroy, age, whoops, age 19, of Gold Coast, Australia, who competes in the Australian Formula Ford Championship. Matt Round Garrido, age 18, of Stourbridge, England, who competes in the Northern Ireland Formula Ford Championship. Colin Mullen, age 16, of Danville, California, who is another Team USA scholarship driver. Tyler O'Connor, age 21, of New Hartford, Connecticut. I have no idea where New Hartford, Connecticut is. I know where Hartford is. Who competes in the Formula 1600 Formula F Championship Series. Ryan Norberg, age 20, of Orlando. He has an entry selected by eCardingNews.com. Raghul Ranjasamy, age 25, of Maha Bilapuram, India. He competes in the MMSC MRF F1600 Championship in India. Jason Reichert, age 19, of Henderson, Nevada, who competes in the Pacific P2000, or F2000 Championship, rather. Kellen Ritter, age 17, of North Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, who competes in the Toyota Tires F1600 Championship in Canada. James Rowe, Jr. of Nass, Ireland, who competes in the Formula 2000 Championship Series. And Stuart White, age 17, of Bloemfontein, South Africa, who competes in the Investcam Formula 1600 Championship in South Africa. The candidates will be put through their paces, both in and out of the cockpit. Their performances will be considered by an accomplished panel of judges, comprising longtime factory Mauser representatives Andrew Carbonell and Tom Long. Stand by one second here. Indy Lights race winner and 2017 Pro Mazda Championship, Victor Franzoni, and inaugural shootout winner Oliver Askew, who went on to the, win the F2000, the 2017 USF2000 Championships. Horsewatch veteran Scott Elkins, currently Deputy Race Director for the FIA Formula One World Championship, Race Director of the FIA Formula E Championship, and CEO of the Motorsport Safety Foundation, will return as shootout director, also past guest on this program. Following a welcome reception and dinner on Friday evening, drivers will participate in free on-track sessions on Saturday with performance feedback from the judges at the conclusion of each outing. After a final on-track session on Sunday morning, the field will be cut and the finalists will move into two qualifying rounds followed by a mock race. The winner will be announced at approximately 4 p.m. MST on Sunday. The Road to Indy TV will will be on hand to provide video content throughout the event. Should be a pretty good event. Hopefully, you go ahead and tune in to Road to Indy TV and see how it goes. There's been a lot of develops in IndyCar recently. Um, most of them are are basically changes in drivers here and there, a few new teams. Uh, Pato Award, who's been a, a recent guest in this program a couple times now, I believe it's up to three, if I'm not mistaken. He'll be racing for uh, for a new team next year after his stint with the with his current team ended. He'll be racing for Andretti as one of their, their guys, what is it, the, the Steinbrenner Racing, will be his team, he and uh, Colin Herta. 
There's also a few other different adjustments there in Andretti Autosport. Um, Marco Andretti actually has his name on the team that he's going to be racing with there as a as part owner of his his car in Andretti Autosport, which is kind of cool. Uh, they're currently gearing up for the 2019 season. Their first race being in St. Petersburg, which I believe I'm attending again this year. I'm, I got my fingers crossed anyway. Um, should be a pretty good event. Um, always an amazing, amazing race there. I know you had a chance to head out to the Grand Prix of Portland this year. Uh, what are you looking? I know those tickets also went on sale. Uh, renewal tickets for that race went on sale this past week. Um, how did you feel about the, the race in Portland? And what are you looking forward to about the 2019 IndyCar series season? The race was fun. I've never been to an IndyCar race, so it was really interesting. Um, I don't know. I hope that they do come back to Portland. And I know that the tickets went on sale because I did. I got that in my email. But I don't know. I just hope that it continues to be successful. I think it was pretty neat, and a lot of people were excited for it. So, you know, I just hope that IndyCar is successful, probably a little more successful than maybe NASCAR. But I don't know. I just hope they're successful. That's good. I know we're going to get into a little bit of uh, of some NASCAR news in a few minutes. There's some, including a little bit of a discussion about the uh, the issues with General Motors and some of the changes at Ford that I know will have a huge impact on NASCAR in the future. So that'll be uh, that'll be something. I know IndyCar has a a different model. They don't quite go with the. Uh, they're definitely not the their win on Sunday, buy on Monday type model. They're more of a. Uh, of an experimental thing in, the, in a way, more of a pure racing. So I think their their future is definitely brighter than the than NASCAR is. Um, so that's always a good thing. Keeping the world of open wheel, everybody loves Fernando Alonso, right? Two-time Formula One world champion Fernando Alonso and former Formula One. Whoops. As we're having a little bit of technical difficulty with Michael, I'll go ahead and keep going. And former Formula One and current FIA World Endurance Championship regular Kimu Kobayashi will join full-time co-drivers Jordan Taylor and Ranger van der Zand in the number 10 Kanakam Nolta CP Cadillac DPI VR for the upcoming Rolex 24 at Daytona, the 2019 season opener for the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship, January 26th and 27th at the Detroit International Speedway. It'll be the second consecutive Rolex 24 appearance for the 37-year-old Alonso and his first event of any kind since embarking on a sabbatical from full-time F1 competition after the 2018 season finale last weekend in Abu Dhabi. It was his 17th F1 season, the last four of which were spent with McLaren. Kobayashi, the 32-year-old from Japan, is in his third season with Toyota Gazoo Racing and currently co-drives the team's number seven entry, which is second in the super season standings after our finishes at this season's rounds at Spa, Franco-Champs, and Le Mans, followed by victories at Fuji Speedway and the Shanghai International Circuit. Alonso's first career Rolex 24 took place this past season with United Autosport, LMP2 car effort, which re- resulted in a 13th place finish due to mechanical issues. The Spanish driver, who owns 32 career F1 victories and back-to-back world championships in 2005 and 2006, has enjoyed recent success in the WEC. His number eight Toyota Gazoo racing team leads the WEC 2018-2019 Super Season standings 
after back-to-back victories at Spa, Friend of Dramps, and his 24 Hours of Le Mans debut, followed by consecutive runner-up finishes at Fuji and Shanghai earlier this month. Prior to his current success in the WEC, Kobayashi was a fixture on the F1 circuit. He made his F1 debut with Toyota at the 2009 Brazilian Grand Prix and followed that with a point-paying finish of sixth at that season's final race in Austin. She almost made it through the paragraph. Almost. He then drove for Sauber from 2010 through 2012, highlighted by a podium finish at the Japanese Grand Prix, the first F1 podium by a Japanese driver in 22 years, followed by a season with Carterham in 2014. The number 10 Kanaka Minolta Cadillac DPI VR team has been amongst the most dominating at the Rolex 24 since its inception in 2007. Prior to this past season's disappointing 15th place race result, due to recurring tire issues, the team reeled off five consecutive race day podiums in the Rolex 24, including the 2017 victory, with a total of 963 laps led from 2013 through 2017. The team is also coming up for a thrilling victory at this year's season-ending Petit Le Mans at Road Atlanta, where Van der Zand executed a dramatic last-lap pass that kept alive its streak of 15 consecutive seasons with at least one win. We're going to go ahead and take a short break here and listen to a selection from Braun Pastana and the pit crew. This is Devil in Your Helmet. Sorry about your race car. It sure looks bent Will you be here next week? And are we still friends? I really didn't mean it It was a racing deal I got a little too close It got a little too real Then you checked up in the corner And I tapped you in the rear you went spinning somewhere and it's all so clear There's a devil in your helmet Who's on tonight Devil in your helmet Giving bad advice It's been a good day so far I put her in the show Sitting nice and pretty outside front row Two laps later, baby's on a rail Going for the lead with the devil on my tail Little wham, bam, thank you ma'am, where'd they all go? Late break, burn, turn, there's the wall, no Please not the radiator, please not the clip You may be the savior, but here's a little tip Well there's a devil in your helmet, who's on tonight? Devil in your helmet Bad advice Put her on the trailer Take her to the shop Lay in bed Toss and turn Well shouldn't I not Plan a little payback, plan a little hell. Y'all shake your hand, pal, but only time will tell. It's 
Once again, that was Devil in Your Helmet by Ron Poston and the Pit Crew. We're going to go ahead and, and keep moving on with the program. Hopefully we're done with our technical glitches. I'm going to knock on the wood desk right now and hope for the best. Let's go. The 57th Annual Rolex 24 at Daytona will be preceded by the annual three days of the roar before the 24 testing on January 4th through the 6th. The new television partner, NBC, will provide flag-to-flag coverage of the race on its family of four networks. Once again, we'll be live tweeting from the race, as well as posting updates via Facebook and Instagram. Follow us on Facebook to stay on top of everything. Now, IMSA had an interesting few years as well, uh, since the reunification of the series has been on a steady upswing. Um, this this next year, it'll be pretty pretty interesting to have Fernando Alonso racing in the Rolex 24. Um, there's also a pat. Pastor Maldonado was announced today as another competitor who's going to cross over from Formula One to race in IMSA, at least for the Rolex 24 event. So it should be pretty cool. Um, I know there's also the the Michelin tires are coming over. So the Michelin man will be dancing around there in Daytona and the rest of the races for the year. That'll be an interesting change, especially since the the past few years have been Continental tires. So it should be pretty good. Unfortunately, Michael Mullally's call has dropped once more, and I don't think she's going to be coming back on the program this evening, but we look forward to hearing from her next year. Uh, will be a great, great off-season. There's a lot of stuff going on, so let's see. Now, let's go ahead and talk a little bit of NASCAR, shall we? Six drivers with hopes of reaching the highest level of NASCAR will compete for the Rev Racing next season in the NASCAR Driver Diversity Driver Development Program, which NASCAR announced on its digital and social media platforms. She is going to, Michael's going to give it one more shot, so we're going to go ahead and stand by for one more second. Let's go ahead and listen to Dirt Track Racing, just because Dirt Track Racing is pretty cool. Another song from Ron Pastana and the Pit Crew.
Once again, that was Ron Pistone and the Pit Crew with Dirt Track Racing. Well, we're not covering any dirt track racing this evening. We are looking forward to an interesting dirt racing season next year. We might end up trying to make it out there to Volusia Speedway again to see the World of Outlaws. That is a major event there in the center of the state. Hopefully, we'll end up getting out there again next year. Going back to NASCAR news, the 2019 Driver for the Diversity Program includes returning NASCAR driver, Diversity Driver Ruben Garcia Jr., who is fresh off his, sec- na- his second NASCAR Peak Mexico Series Championship and finished third in points in the NASCAR k Pro East Series in 2018. Ernie Francis Jr., who recently won his fifth consecutive Trans Am Series Championship, will join Chase Cabre and Nick Sanchez as development program's other returning drivers. Gracie Trotter and Brooke Stoner will each make their NASCAR Drive Diversity debuts for Rev Racing in 2019. The six drivers were selected from among 12 national and international drivers invited to participate in the two-day NASCAR Drive for Diversity Driver Development Combine at New Smyrna Speedway and Bethune-Cookman University in October. Beginning in February, the drivers will compete for Red Racing in the NASCAR K&M Pro Series East and NASCAR Wayland All-American Series for one full season with mentoring and equipment provided by the race team. The NASCAR Driver Diversity Driver Development Program aligns drivers with a team of executives, athletic directors, crew chiefs, and mentors tasked with helping them achieve career successes and thus improving their goal of reaching one of the three NASCAR National Series. Since it began fielding cars for the NASCAR Driver Diversity Driver Development Program in 2010, Rev Racing has been one of the most consistent teams in the NASCAR Canon Pro Series East, registering 19 wins, 88 top fives, and 199 top 10 finishes, with drivers finishing top 10 points in each season. This year's class will look to follow in the footsteps of program graduates and graduates and current Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series drivers Kyle Larson, Daniel Suarez, and Bubba Wallace. NASCAR Drive for Diversity Driver Development Program Class of 2019. Chase Tabor, 21 of Tampa, Florida, will return to Rev Racing for his third season. In 2018, he competed in both the NASCAR Wayland All-American Series and the NASCAR K&N Pro Series East, where he finished seventh in the championship standings. Caper will again compete in the NASCAR K&M Pro Series East in 2019. Ernie Francis Jr., 20, Southwest Ranches, Florida. In 2014, Francis Jr. became the youngest Transam champion in series history. This past season, he captured his fifth consecutive series championship title. Francis will race a late model for Rev Racing and run in select events in the K&M Pro Series East. 
Ruben Garcia Jr., 23, of Mexico City, Mexico. In 2015, Garcia Jr. became the youngest driver to win the NASCAR Peak Mexico Series Championship and this year won his second championship in the series. Garcia Jr. also earned his first NASCAR K&M Pro Series East race at Memphis International Raceway in 2018, followed with a victory at Dover International Speedway in October. Garcia Jr. will continue racing in the K&M Pro East Series. Nick Sanchez, 17, Homestead, Florida. Sanchez completed his NASCAR Wayland All-American Series rookie season in 2018. He also raced in the Bojangle Summer Shootout with Rev Racing's Legends Car Program and finished sixth in the championship points. Sanchez will race in the late model for Rev Racing. Brooks Store 20, Land Lakes, Florida. Store is the 2016 DeSoto Speedway Sportsman Championship. This past season, she raced in the Wheelman Series Late Model Sportsman Division, capturing two 50-lap feature wins. In 2017, she placed third in points in the Wheelman Series. Sora will race in the Late Model for Rev Racing in 2019. Gracie Trotter, 17, of Denver, North Carolina. Trotter is the winner of Round 5 of the Bojangles Summer Shootout in the Semi-Pro Division. In 2000. In 2018, she competed in the Cars Tour and Pass Series at Concord, Hickory, Caraway, Orange County, South Boston, and Carteret County. She also raced U.S. LCI Legends cars at Charlotte Moore Speedway, Concord, Anderson, Tri-County, and Caraway. Trotter raced in the late model for Rev Racing in 2019. For more information on the NASCAR Driver Diversity, Driver, and Crew Member Development programs, visit NASCARDiversity.com. For continuing coverage of this year's class, visit NASCAR.com or NASCAR's social media programs. <laughs> apparently, we lost Michael Mullally once again. She made it through almost half the program, and apparently it's her night to get the gremlins because I'm not having as many issues, and sometimes it just goes that way. There was also an announcement today from NASCAR that they're going to start an eSports series. There's a lot of details I that haven't been ironed out with that, at least not in the press release. That'll be kind of interesting to see. Uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about briefly on this part of the NASCAR series is some of the changes that are happening in the off-season, some of the drivers going here, there, and everywhere. Um, yesterday, Kurt Busch announced that he will be going to Chip Ganassi Racing for the next couple of years. That'll be pretty cool. It's a great machine for him to have. The uh, will be pretty, pretty awesome to have... Uh, have Kurt Busch there in Chip Ganassi Racing. He'll be partnered, of course, with Kyle Larson. Both of them have aspirations to race once again in the Indy 500, so that could be interesting if that happens. Um, Kurt Busch also has interest in drag racing, so we'll see if Chip Ganassi allows him to explore that a little bit as well. Hopefully, it will happen. You never know. Um, Another big thing that happened in NASCAR yesterday was the fact that Brent Moffat, the 2018 NASCAR Camping World Series Trucks Camping World Truck Series champion, was informed by Hattori, the, his boss there at Hattori Racing, Shigeaki Hattori, that he will not be returning to the team next year because someone else decided that they wanted to pay for a full year in the seat. Now, it is not exactly a good way for NASCAR to continue, but it has happened in the past. Um, Johnny Benson comes to mind there, as does Ron Hornaday, where they, they got the championship, and then they were told, hey, we're not going to renew your contract for next year. Have fun. And we hope you have a good, to- good time racing somewhere, but just don't race here. 
Now, I know that's not the best thing to happen because Moffat was a is a great up-and-coming driver. Um, it'll be, be interesting to see what happens to him next year. I know he'll work something out. Um, in the other NASCAR working something out folder, Daniel Suarez will be racing next season for Stuart Haas Racing. He'll basically be taking over the car that, that Kurt Busch left. I don't know what the sponsor is going to be for that that car. I know there's been a uh, some movement around. Um, Aris is going to a different team, not Suarez. So we'll see how that goes. But it's good that Daniel Suarez will be here for the uh, the 2019 season, and he'll be remaining in the United States. That's a that's a good thing as well. Um, also, since we had the uh, since our last program, NASCAR has completed their season, and we'd like to congratulate Joey Logano on his championship in the Cup Series. Um, Logano is one of those sort of guys you either really, really like or you despise with your entire being. There's not a whole lot of middle ground with Logano. Uh, he is, he's a decent racer, but I don't think he's the best champion for this. I don't think he'll be a good spokesman for the sport. And I don't think that he he's a good... Uh, product placement guy because he is one of the members one of the member of the Coke racing family and he doesn't really drink Coca-Cola very much and that is just stupid to me. So um but he he does he did have a really good year. Uh he had a really, really good chase for the championship and he had a really good race there at Homestead Miami Speedway. So that's what makes the champion in NASCAR and we congratulate him on winning his his first championship of probably a few others. Um, so that'll be, that is the future. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, I don't believe there's a lot of other NASCAR news that is going on. There's always a lot of NASCAR news, but, but there's not a lot that we can, we can discuss right now. Not a lot of finalized stuff anyway. So John Hunter Nemechek, of course, the guy who, who was kind enough to introduce our show this evening, he'll be racing for GMS Motorsports next year. So that'll be interesting. I believe he's racing in the Xfinity series. Um, you can check speedwaydigest.com for more details. I'm pretty sure they posted more information about that by now. So be sure to check that out. Again, we'd like to wish all of you a happy new year and a very merry Christmas season, as well as happy Hanukkah. It is still Hanukkah going on tonight. So hopefully you're having a, a festive holiday. Be sure to check out past episodes of Thursday Night Thunder as well as the other shows on the Speedway Digest Radio Network at SpeedwayDigestRadioNetwork.com. You can also check out the show on Facebook by searching for Speedway Digest Thursday Night Thunder in the search bar. I also invite you to read the articles covering all aspects of motorsports at SpeedwayDigest.com. In addition, if you're a fan of South Florida and who isn't, be sure to check out the latest news and information about our slice of paradise at Palm Beach Happening, which will be found by visiting palmbeach.happeningmag.com. We thank you for listening and look forward to seeing you next year in the Thunderdome as we discuss the major issues in the world of modern auto racing. Have a very happy holiday season and enjoy the off-season racing action. Thanks again once more to Michael Mullally for helping out this past year and for the past few years. Unfortunately, she is not able to tell you herself because her phone decided to be a little weird, whether it's her phone, whether it's the internet connection, whether it's the trans universal constant deciding that she doesn't have to be on the program as much as she wants to be tonight. That's just one of those things. But again, thank her very much for, for helping me out. This show wouldn't be possible without her. And have a great evening.
and we look forward to seeing you again next month. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 